From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community, this is Soulful Sundays. A weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, the rector of St. Mark's. Welcome. Jesus Christ, according to Mark, glory to you, Lord Christ. The crowd came together again so that Jesus and his disciples could not even eat. When his family heard it, they went out to restrain him, for people were saying, he has gone out of his mind. And the scribes who came down from Jerusalem said, he has Beelzebul, and by the ruler of the demons, he casts out demons. And Jesus called them to him and spoke to them in parables. How can Satan cast out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. But he has come to his end. But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his property without first tying up the strong man. Then indeed the house can be plundered. Truly I tell you, people will be forgiven for their sins and whatever blasphemies they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit can never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an eternal sin. For they had said, he has an unclean spirit. Then his mother and his brothers came, and standing outside, they sent to him and called him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they said to him, Your mother and your brothers and your sisters are outside asking for you. And Jesus replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? And looking at those who sat around him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does the will of God is my brother and sister and mother. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. You brought a crowd. We'll see you next week. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Um, So, a couple about ten years ago, about 10, I was rummaging around in my mother's uh, garage in Waco, Texas, and I came across a green file box that was purchased from a Walgreens for $1.79. And I opened it up real quick, and I looked inside, and I thought, well, these are interesting things, and I closed the box, and I brought it home here to Houston. And about three years, four years later, I decided I would investigate the contents of the box. And so I opened up the box, and I began to take everything out of it. And what I discovered was sort of a treasure trove of things, pictures of people from the late early 1900s, late 1800s, pictures of, I think, family members, I'm not sure, from the Sedbury side of our family. I found uh, a a piece of paper, a proclamation from the Masons about my my great-grandfather, who was a very, uh, I guess, important doctor, 
in El Paso, Texas in the 1900 to 1924 time. Anyway, at one point he was called across the border uh, to sew up Pancho Villa's men, which I think is kind of strange and cool. He was one of the first doctors to use an x-ray. He has a film, a documentary that he made about one of the first ambulances in deep West Texas. And so I got all that information from this box. And then I found a Bible, an old family Bible that I think belonged to my grandmother. And in it is the the dates of my father's birth and then also the dates of my grandmother's death. And then I found a, a picture book, uh, just sort of a leather tied with that black paper and in it's glued very specific pictures. And I believe this is my grandfather's picture book. And I think it's sort of his life from about, the t- about right out of high school until maybe, maybe he was 24 or five. And in this, on these pictures, it's pretty funny. I mean, there's pictures of him with 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 uh, his buddies and and other other uh, flapper girls, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, out in the desert outside of El Paso. There's pictures of him uh, when he was a merchant marine sailing around the world. There's pictures of him and and other people who, who I have no idea who they are, but they must have been important because they made it into the to the picture book. And then I noticed there were some clippings, and newspaper clippings about an airport and newspaper clippings about various things. And I just ignored those and kind of closed the book and put it back in the green box and wrote a sermon about the green box and went on about my way. Last spring, or in the spring, I got the green box out again, and I got the picture book out again. And I thought, this time, I'm going to go slower. I don't know what nostalgia was going on through me, but I decided I'd go slower through my grandfather's picture book, and I began to look at each bit and a little bit more slowly. And then I would read the newspaper clippings. And this is where it gets stranger. And uh, there's a newspaper clipping from May 3rd, I believe 1923, uh, where the Texas Supreme Court found uh, in favor of Miss Lois Peck. Uh, Miss Lois Peck had sued uh, Remy Howard and Felix Miller, my grandfather, for uh, destroying her car. Evidently, what they decided to do was to, uh, Remy evidently had uh, permission to drive the car, but my grandfather was driving when they and two female companions who were out for a pleasure drive wrecked it into a train uh, and destroyed the car completely. And so uh, I thought, well, that's interesting. So the the judge judge found, uh, the Supreme Court found uh, $555, uh, they were fined, or $8,000 in today's dollars, uh, went to Mrs. Peck for the loss of her car. This is interesting to me because in 1983, I wrecked my mother's car with a carload of freshman girls inside the car into Billy Dow's car, and then Billy Dow's dad sued us to get some insurance money out of us. So the apple doesn't <laughs> fall far from the, the tree. Now, to bring that up to you, I bring this family thing up to you because the gospel that I just read is about family. There are four families that we heard about. We heard about the family of Jesus, his mother and his brothers and his sisters. We heard about the religious family, the family of the folks from Jerusalem who had come up to uh, talk to Jesus. We hear about the family of the devil, Beelzebub and his cohort, and we hear about the family of God. And I wanted to kind of dive into the sense of family, and that's important. The story has an interesting little arc to it. If you, if, you're, if you didn't notice, you'll see that there is a set of people who are outside, and there are people who are inside. 
the people who are outside are keeping Jesus from actually having dinner, but the people who are inside are, the, are these folks, these disciples who he's rallied around him, and probably some folks will call them that were broken and made well, that they're inside. But it's the insiders, the religious authorities and the family, who are on the outside, and it's the broken who are on the inside. Keep that little bit in your mind as we walk through it. Jesus' family come down from Nazareth to get him because they hear that he has gone. He's deluded. He's gone out of his mind. We have to get him home where he can be safe because he's saying things that are making the religious authorities a little nervous, and we want to keep him at home. Their family from Jerusalem have come up because they think he's demonic. Uh, They think that what he is doing is wrong. It's messing up the order of things, and so they want to catch him, and they want to do something to him, uh, not so nice thing to him. The family of Satan is in there in a really interesting way. They insult him by calling him Beelzebub. The only way that he can do this is through Beelzebub. But when you, when you look up that stuff and kind of do some, some background work, you find out that Beelzebub, that's Lord of the Flies, And that Beelzebub is the prince of things that fly. And that's the demons who fly around. And it's the lord of the flies who's underneath Satan, who's the king of all the bad stuff. So Beelzebub and Satan are kind of in this little cohort of family. However, it used to be, a long time ago, that people would accredit healing to Beelzebub because he was able to drive out bad things. He was the prince of bad things. He could control them. It's interesting to me. I didn't know that until yesterday. So anyway, the exchange happens. You're doing this through the devil, aren't you? Jesus says, how can that be? Let me tell you a parable. If Satan fights Satan, how can he withstand? A house divided can't stand. The way that you, st- you, you get a strong man is you, you don't go in because the strong man will just knock you out of your house. You've got to go in first and tie up the strong man, and then you get to rob his house. And guess what? I can tie up Satan. Not only can I tie up the prince of Satan, the lord of the flies, I can tie up Satan because I am the son of God. I am bringing you a new family. I am bringing you a new thing. I can beat this family with my new family. I've talked to you about my family because families are important. It's where we come from. But one of the things that I I don't really lead with is my family is just like your family and how normal it is. Meaning, we all have green boxes that are stuck in in the garage And sometimes we're afraid to open them to find out about the history of our family. But if we look inside, we'll find gold, stuff, hero stuff that we didn't really understand about our grandparents and our great-grandparents. And we'll find some Lord of the Flies stuff. Inside the Bible, my grandmother's Bible, are two dates. 1938, September, when my father was born. December 1938, when my grandmother died. She died by committing suicide. Inside my family and in my green box is addiction. Inside my family's green box is divorce. Inside my family's green box is 
depression. Inside my family's green box is my family. The good news. The good news is at the end of the story I read you. The family. Who are my mother and my brother and my sisters? Anyone who does the will of God are my mother, my brother, my sisters. What is the will of God? To love each other, to heal each other, to feed each other, to forgive each other. The eternal sin is in there. It's hard to be forgiven when you walk away from that which can forgive you. I can't forgive you if you walk away. I can forgive you if you come to me. In this new family is you. We, not made out of blood, but out of spirit. The Holy Spirit, which has united us as brothers and sisters for some 2,000 years, has allowed us the courage to look inside our green box, to take the things that are just awful and deal with them, to take the things that are beautiful and own them, to take ourselves and our family and unite it into this family of St. Mark's and leave this place and conquer that Beelzebub, drive out that Satan, and bring love, healing, feeding, and forgiveness to the world. That's us. Amen. I went up to the mountain Because you asked me to
This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.